welcome 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 back to jesus in my 20s podcast this is your host pacific mugabo i am so overjoyed so happy to be here to be recording another episode of jesus in my 20s podcast you know when i started this podcast i was very reluctant and it's only by the grace of god that i was able to start and i'm here today so i give him glory and honor and i want to welcome you wherever you're joining in from wherever you're tuning in from god bless you so much and i also encourage you to send this episode to a person in your life that you care about the word of god is effective it is powerful and no one can ever get enough or even exo- you know uh, exhaust the resources that are in the word of god every day is an opportunity to learn something new and to share with others and i want to encourage you to take the time to go and share this powerful word of god and you know i've just been thinking lately about the things that god has made available to us that sometimes we do not use to our own advantage but they are mighty weapons they are mighty mighty weapons and a lot of times we despise these things because logically it doesn't make sense or you're not used to it or you just have never heard of it in terms of the wisdom of this world but it says in the word of god that the things of god are foolishness to people who are who are carnal who are not spiritual so when you discern the word of god using maybe the logic or the wisdom of this world it's not going to make sense but when you take it as truth and as the word of god it's going to work in your life as you understand it retain it and put it to work hallelujah so this is episode 42 and the weapon that we are going to talk about is silence i mean silence is such a powerful weapon that if you put it to work in your life you will see victory you will see triumph you will see a lot of things work for your good and for your benefit just by being silent and we're going to talk about different examples of people in the word of god in the bible that have been silent and conquered mighty victories and actually i want to start with a quote that a friend of mine shared with me and it changed so many things in my life she told me silence can be misunderstood but it cannot be misquoted you know when you're having an exchange with a person and you're talking right your words can be misquoted if somebody else comes up you know comes up to the person you are having a conversation with and they asked oh what did pacific say it's so easy to misquote me because no one can retain every word that you have said the way you have said it and sometimes in the process of misquoting people are misunderstood arguments come about and conflicts can come about but when you're silent no one can misquote you they may not understand why you're silent but they cannot misquote you and honestly i have applied this silence in my life when it came to gossip i used to be the type of person that loved a good tea i wanted to hear all the gossips even even if something didn't concern me i wanted to hear it 
And by hearing it, you know, you offer opinions, you laugh, you share, you do whatever. But these days, because God has convicted me on gossip, I cannot gossip. So what I do is I stay silent. So even when people are exchanging words about someone or saying some things, I just remain silent. And my silence can be, you know, misunderstood by people. They won't understand why I'm remaining silent when good tea is being spilled. But they will never misquote me. They will never say Pacific said this because I didn't, right? So silence is so key. And, you know, apply it to your life. It is such a powerful tool that God has given us. And, you know, when it comes to even defending yourself, sometimes, you know, people may insult you, may shout at you, may do many things to anger you. And you may feel like, I just want to respond right now. I just want to speak directly to them and speak words that are going to cut through their, their hearts and just say something. And then you hear the Holy Spirit tell you, say, stay silent. And you're like, Holy Spirit, staying silent in this moment is so tough. What do I do? He just tells you, zip your mouth, listen, and just be silent. And the people that are speaking to you may not even reduce their insults, may not even reduce what they're saying, but you just stay silent in that moment. No need to defend yourself. No need to exchange words. And you know, actually, this tactic was used by a king called Hezekiah. If you read Isaiah chapter 36 and 37, you will be amazed at what silence can do. You know, Hezekiah was a king in, in, um, in Israel. He was king of part of Israel called Judah. It was a kingdom. There were two kingdoms, Israel and Judah, and he was the king over Judah. Then a king in another country, and in those times, those were considered Gentiles, people that were not of God. You know, if you were not a Jew, you were not a person that God, a child of God, let's say. So a king of Assyria, and Assyria was, you know, Israel's enemy, came to attack Hezekiah. And in Isaiah chapter 36, verse 18 to 21, the king of Assyria is talking to Hezekiah's people. And he says, do not let Hezekiah mislead you when he says, the Lord will deliver us. Have the gods of any nations ever delivered their lands from the hand of the king of Assyria? He's boasting. He's saying, like, don't listen to your king when he tells you that God will deliver you. Because has anybody ever delivered any enemy out of our hands? And he says, where are the gods of Hamath and Arpad? And I'm guessing these are nations that Assyria had conquered. Where are the gods of Sepharvaim? Have they rescued Samaria from my hand? And he's just boasting about nations that he's conquered. And he said, who of all the gods of these countries have been able to save their lands from me? How then can the Lord deliver Jerusalem from my hand? He's attacking the king of Judah and the Judah and their God. And he's saying, who will be able to save you? I'm coming for you and I'm going to attack you and I'm going to win. He's boasting and saying, I'm going to win and take over. And then in verse 21, it says, But the people remained silent and said nothing in reply, because the king had commanded, Do not answer him. You know, when somebody, let me tell you, somebody can insult your intelligence, they can insult 
what you look like. They can insult your army. But somebody that goes and insults your God, oh, people will be like, it's on and popping. We're going to fight. And this is what's happening to the king of Judah. His God, the God of Israel, is being insulted by the king of Assyria. And he's telling them, your God will not be able to deliver. You don't even listen to what your king is saying. But the king had told his people, remain silent. Do not answer him. Can you believe it? Like somebody is insulting the person you trust, the person whom you've put your confidence, your hope, and everything. But you have been instructed, do not respond. Remain silent. And you know what Hezekiah did? As the guy is, you know, insulting and saying all these things and scaring the people, but they remain silent. They did not shout. They did not answer. He is in the background praying to God. And he says, God, look at this king. He is blaspheming your name. He's insulting your name. God, help us. He cried on to God. A lot of times as human beings, we want to take the battle and make it our own. And we say, I'm going to go defend myself. I'm going to go insult him back. I'm going to go defend God. I'm going to go speak these things directly to this person that's insulting me. That is not God's way. God's way is remain silent and meet me in your quiet space, in your quiet place and pray. Because I'm the one that can change situations. You are not God's advocate. You are not God's lawyer. He did not call you to go and insult people back because of his name. No. God says the battle belongs to me. Let me handle it. Those are my enemies. I can do it. So Hezekiah went and prayed. And he presented all these requests to God. And guess what? God delivered him out of the hands of the king of Assyria. But imagine if he had been a worldly person who did not have any wisdom or any sense. He would have been there exchanging words, insulting the king, and nothing would have gotten done. But because the people were calm and they were being, you know, the king was able to manage his people. So on his side, there is peace. People are calm. They're not, you know, getting all caught up in the insults that are being thrown at them. Then he was able to handle the situation with God privately. But if he was not even able to control his people, he could not have even been able to pray. But he was smart enough, wise enough to say, stay silent. And a lot of times, Situations escalate out of our hands because we speak back, because we insult back, because we try to defend ourselves. But you were not called to go in self-defense mode. You were called to go on your knees and handle the warfare on your knees praying. And God moves mountains on your behalf without you even wasting your breath. Without you even trying to speak words back, God would just act on your behalf. And that is a mightier victory than you speaking a thousand words that will not even accomplish anything. Hallelujah. So I am going to encourage you in your life, in all things, in all battles, when situations are too big when you're being insulted at work or in your school you're being bullied you're just facing mountaintops of people opposing you 
remember this as we covered in previous episodes you're not fighting people you're fighting the devil and you fight the devil with the word of god you do not fight the devil with your own words or self-defense and god is the power behind his word he can move mountains so don't waste your time trying to you know answer to people that you know are coming your way and are coming against you you answer to god and he will handle it for you you know multiple times in the bible we see god telling people that the battle belongs to me let me handle it and the way they won the battles they did not even lift a finger you know they wrote in psalms i believe in psalms 44 that it wasn't their weapons that secured victory for them it was almighty god so learn to shift your attention from your attacker and shift it to god in silence and you know this is backed by scripture in isaiah chapter 30 verse 15 it says in quietness and trust is your strength this goes against any logic this goes against anything that you've ever learned in the world your strength in the world comes from your status your money the words you can speak go on social media attack people back write paragraphs that's what they'll tell you but god's word is saying quiet and trust me that's where your strength lies and let me tell you in the in the eyes of the world this scripture is weak you they will tell you you're just going to be weak like how can you just be quiet and go trust god that's weak go fight go defend no go into your closet as hezekiah did present your request to god and remember my eyes are fixed on the one who can actually deliver me out of this situation it's not fixed on what people are saying it's not fixed on what people can do my eyes are fixed on the king of kings lord of lords and he is going to deliver me out of this so just be quiet and trust god that's where your strength lies and that's where your deliverance is going to come from hallelujah you know you you also have to be silent in times where maybe god spoke a word over your life and he said i'm going to do this for you don't go prematurely and speaking prophecies you know left and right and saying god said he's gonna do this for me no It's time to pray and to pray and to present it to God until it comes to pass. You know, when Mary was pregnant with Jesus, before that, the angel appeared to her and he said, you're going to conceive you know the deliverer of the of of this world you're going to conceive Jesus, you shall name him Jesus for he shall save his people from sins. He's telling her like you're going to conceive a king a lord a savior all these things and when you know the angel disappeared it says that mary pondered these things in her heart you did not see mary going around saying i am pregnant and i'm pregnant by the power of the holy spirit and i'm pregnant with jesus who's saving you from sins no she pondered them in her heart and she went to elizabeth because she knew that elizabeth was pregnant with john the baptist who would prepare the way for jesus same thing with us it is not time for you to go birth a seed prematurely learn to trust god 
learn to stay silent learn to speak words that are wise that god has instructed you to speak because you know as soon as mary gave birth herod the king at the time in israel came after jesus trying to kill him now imagine if mary had been around talking about all the things that god was doing in her she could have even been killed before jesus was even born but because she knew how big how mighty this miracle is she protected it she preserved it and god guided her and protected her until she gave birth and you know all was well and it's the same thing with us when god is giving you a dream a vision something that he wants to do in your life that will shake and rock the world it is time to pray it is not time to go announcing it on top of your lungs hallelujah and you know there's there are two verses in proverbs that really changed the way i thought about silence and changed the way i thought about speaking you know i used to be a type of person that would just speak anyhow recklessly not care about what my words mean or you know yeah i just spoke and spoke and spoke and in proverbs chapter 10 verse 19 it says in the multitude of words sin is not lacking that line is so deep it's literally saying as your words multiply as you speak and speak and speak sin is not gonna lack like there is going to be sin in whatever you speak there is going to be sin that's produced that's a given as you speak more and more and more it's it's a ground for sin to just come and fall and you know produce its consequences and then it says but he who restrains his lips is wise if you're able to control when you speak and when you stay silent you are a very wise person you are so wise you are so wise and this is a lesson that as we continue to journey into salvation god will help us to continue to practice it restraining your lips and saying in this moment i will speak and in this moment i will stay silent you know even it even in scripture it says like be quick to hear but slow to speak speaking just just to speak is not a thing that god will co-sign you know i was reading the word of god and i was looking at the words that jesus spoke to us and jesus spoke intentional words there is not a word that jesus spoke where you can be like this is neutral doesn't really accomplish any purpose every word was intentional he even said it like the words i speak to you their spirit their life to you he knew what to speak he knew when to stay silent even when he was attacked and they they it's scripture says that they hurled insults at him they spoke words that were so bad you know they said if you're a prophet save yourself as he hung on the cross they just insulted him in so many ways and he in scripture says that he stays silent throughout as he's being attacked as he's being you know insulted he stays silent try it with one of us you'll be like who do you think no that's not how jesus was he stayed silent brothers and sisters this is a call to all of us stay silent restrain your lips you do not need to be speaking everything every moment every time 
let's learn to restrain our lips and Jesus lives in us. He has the ability to help us to restrain our lips as we allow him, as we understand the advantage. And it says in Proverbs chapter 17, 28, even fools are thought wise when they keep silent. With their mouth shut, they seem intelligent. Guys, this is such deep truth. Have you ever been around two types of people? One is speaking their heart out, you know, they're getting tired from all the speaking. Then you see another person that maybe speaks two words, three words. Whom are you going to respect? You're going to say the person that didn't speak that much is a wise person. But the person that spoke too much, you will even be annoyed. Scripture is telling us like even somebody who's a fool, they're they're not wise at all. But because they stayed silent, they were counted as wise. So brothers and sisters, don't let the world make you think that in your words, there is saving power, there is strength. In your words, there is, you know, intelligence and wisdom. No, speak with intention as Jesus did. Speak when you have to speak, when God is giving you a word to speak. Speak words that are beneficial and stay silent where God has not called you to go and speak and don't try to defend yourself with your words and think that that's where your your you know power comes from your saved salvation comes from no your salvation comes from you being quiet and trusting the lord let's put to practice what hezekiah did that brought deliverance and victory over israel by speaking words that are of god and staying silent even in times of opposition even in times where the enemy is approaching and he real close speak the word of God and proclaim the goodness of God in time and being directed by the Holy Spirit and I want to end with the verse that says be still and know that I am God it is a promise that God has given us you don't need to be shouting and you know don't need to be you know defending and just trying to do things on your own be still be calm be silent and know that he is God that knowledge of knowing that God is real that he's able is so powerful and it will bring about your deliverance and your salvation and miracles upon miracles God bless you so so much this is Jesus in my 20s podcast with your host Pacific Mugawo